0: Welcome to the Positively Encouraging People Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. Each week, we will have a conversation about ways you can love yourself more, set better boundaries, and build up your self-confidence. We will talk about tools you can use, simple tips and stories to encourage and lift you up. You will learn from my experiences and struggles and those of my guest speakers. After spending years feeling undervalued in my relationships, jobs, and almost every area of life, I learned how a story from my childhood was keeping me stuck in that feeling because I believed it was all I deserved. By proving that story wrong and learning to set healthy boundaries, I discovered my worth and started loving myself completely. Creating a life that is both fulfilling and in my true alignment is important to me, and if you feel the same way, you are in the right place. So sit back and relax. Your stress-free weekly pep talk with Jen is about to begin. Hey, welcome back to Pep Talks with Jen Anderson. I am so excited you're back for another chat with me. Today, I want to talk about your thoughts and why they matter. Do you know that positive thinking all by itself can be life-changing? Well, by the time we're done today, I hope you'll understand this concept and start to implement it more and more every day. Our thoughts have a huge impact on our everyday lives. Why? Well, first, I thought we'd get things started off by taking a look at why what you think is important. Our thoughts have a lot of power over our attitude, what we get done, how we perceive the world around us, and even how we impact others. What we think is really important. So pay attention to what you think and how you think. That's what we're going to talk about. So the first thing is, is I want to challenge you to pay attention to your thoughts that you have the most. Are they mostly negative? Are they judgmental? How do these thoughts make you feel? So for me, so here's an example for me, a huge limiting negative thought that I had for over 20 years was that I was not smart. I would tell myself I couldn't learn anything in school or anything new unless I spent hours actually doing it and sometimes more than hours I often said I was street smart not book smart and I don't really even know what that means other than to say if it was something I could do and it wasn't a concept I usually felt like I could figure that out Whereas if it was a concept like reading a book and learning and taking concepts out of it, I never felt like I was good enough for that. Um, And that thought, that thought of not being book smart and not being able to understand concepts kept me from getting decent grades in high school because I didn't apply myself. And I felt like when I would, I would get the same grades as when I did try. Like, you know, when I would try, I would get the same grades as when I didn't try. So what was the point in studying and actually reading things? Because it was all the same. It didn't matter. And I know a lot of that. Now I understand that was due to the things that I was telling myself and how my brain was comprehending things. Um, And so, you know, that also kept me from not getting my college degree sooner. It kept me from not going after jobs that I might have really enjoyed because I just didn't feel like I was smart enough. And I was like, nobody's going to hire me. So what's the point? And that's a really, really negative thought to keep in your head. What's the point? We might not see it as negative, but it really is. It really will keep you from doing things. So when you find your negative thoughts, I would just encourage you to write them down. They may all go together like mine do, or they may not. They might just be different thoughts that you have, or you might not be able to see the connection right now. But as you work on this and you grow in this, the connection may come as well. And just remember when you're evaluating your thoughts be curious. Don't be judgmental. Don't give yourself a hard time about them because quite frankly, they've served you for a while. They did have a purpose at one time. So just be curious about them. Wonder why they're there. Ask them what purpose they served. Really think about it because the thing is, is that if you get judgmental about yourself and you're Giving yourself a hard time. Like, so if I had said, Oh my gosh, why are you telling yourself you're so stupid? That's really a dumb thing to do. I'm still telling myself I'm stupid. I'm still doing the same thing. So when I finally got curious about it and was like, Where did this come from? Why do I think these? I started noticing how many times in a day I had those thoughts it was several i started noticing how they made me feel there was a story that popped up around them and i'm not going to go into that story today i've probably already told that story on this podcast and i will probably tell it again many many other times um and it's also in all of the coaching that i do that's it's the story that got me to where i'm at and so I just had to notice what was coming up around them and be curious and allow myself. I almost had to grieve that part of me. Like, even though it was something that needed to go away in order for me to become the person that I am right now, I kind of had to grieve it and let it go. And that was okay. I was, I was okay with that. You know, so I'm encouraging you to do the same. Think about those thoughts you have. Think about how many times in a day or a week you think them and what comes up around them for you. Is it a story that you're telling yourself or are there images that pop up in your mind that might be from something that happened to you when you were younger? It's okay. It's all okay. Just let yourself feel it and let yourself be a part of it so we like to think of our mind and the thinking that we do as something isolated and separate from our body and our environment after all what could our thoughts have to do with our overall health or how well we do in school or at work how could our private thoughts impact our relationships with loved ones they're just thoughts and as long as we don't voice them they shouldn't have an impact on anything at all. Right? No, that's not right. What you think has big effects on your body, your environment, and those around you. And you actually already know all this. When you watch a sad movie or recall a sad memory, you tear up or you start to cry. Your thoughts affect your emotions and your body. When you think about the huge amount of work that's piling up on your desk or the meeting you have with the new boss in the morning, your heart rate speeds up. You may even feel a little sick to your stomach. You can't sleep well. And as a result, you feel groggy the next day. Those are all from your thoughts, from your feelings. And when your thoughts are going in a negative direction for a while, you may find yourself getting depressed and suffering from all the physical symptoms that go along with it. But thankfully, the opposite is also true. You can lift your mood by thinking positive thoughts. There are studies out there that show that positive thinking helps our bodies heal faster. And if you think about the famous placebo effect, by thinking you're getting a pill that will fix you up, Your physical symptoms will start to improve, but you may have just gotten a sugar pill. And it's just your thoughts. You change that attitude. And I could go on and on about this point, but the whole point is that our thoughts have a direct impact on our bodies. How you think and what you think also affects those around you. So if you think back on a time when you had a boss or a teacher who was always in a good mood and had nothing but positive things to say, and they kept the work environment light and fresh. And even if things went wrong, they were never really horrible. Now flip that to where you had a boss or a teacher who was always saying something bad was going to happen. They were always waiting for the other shoe to drop. There was always something to criticize. And things did. And when things did, it was like the end of the world and it took forever to fix. That's the difference. That's the difference between positivity and negativity, negativity and your thoughts. So are you starting to understand how and what you think is important and the true impact it has? I hope so. So I want to focus now a little more on the power and the importance of positive thinking. So did you know that you can do and accomplish anything you think you can? You may not do it perfectly. And at least not on your first try. You can do it. And once you start to recognize the truth in this statement, you can start to live your life by it, and it can have a huge impact. And you've actually seen this in action lots of times too. You see it in preschoolers who are told by their dad that they can ride a bike without the training wheels. You see it in athletes who run faster, jump higher, and accomplish more now than ever because they see themselves doing it before they approach the start line. You see it in your friend or neighbor who sits out to build an internet side business and create something valuable out of nothing. When you train yourself to think positively, you increase the opportunities that open up to you. It makes you more confident and causes you to say yes more often when those opportunities knock on your door. Positive thinking can make you more successful. So let me go back to my example of not feeling smart enough. One day in my mid thirties, after thinking about going back to school many times, I finally heard someone close to me when they said how smart I was and that I had options and something just clicked with me. This person had told me this for years, but something hit me and it was time for me to go back to school and get that business degree that I had thought about for 20 plus years. I knew that was going to be my best route of action at that time. So this was, gosh, this was almost 10 years ago already that I decided to go back to school. And I was still not completely sold that I was smart enough. I still thought I was going to fail. I was actually pretty convinced I was still going to fail. But I knew I was never going to do anything different if I didn't go give it a try. So what I did was I gave myself a quick win. I knew that accounting was a course that I had taken in previous attempts and always did at least relatively well at. So I was like, "Mm, it's been a while, but I'll bet I can do it. So I took one class, went in, jumped in with one class and um, did well, got an A. And for me, an A equates to smart. It's just how my brain was working at the time. Wouldn't say it equates that way anymore, but at that time it did. So I just continued to build off of that. And the next quarter I took two classes and so on. And before I knew it, I not only had my associate's degree, but I also had a bookkeeping certificate and I had options. I didn't have to stay at a job where I felt unappreciated by some, not really my my immediate boss, but by some others. I didn't have to feel like that was the only thing I could do. Now, I didn't leave right away, but I gave myself options. And I kept doing things that proved to myself that I was smart, that I had options, that I could do things. And that's the other thing. Once you find your negative thoughts and you realize what they are and where they came from and why they're no longer serving you, then you can start to change those by finding proof or doing things that give you the proof that they're not true anymore. So in my case, I gave myself the proof that I was smart, that I could learn new things, that I could learn things from a book and apply them. That's what I want for you. I want you to be able to do those things. I'm going to give you a little, another little example that might resonate a little, little more with you. Maybe it won't. Um, But Two middle school school girls, that's a tough sentence to say, two middle school girls audition for a part in the school play. The first girl, let's call her Jane, thinks there's no way she's getting the part she's auditioning for. The second one, let's call her Jill, practices positive thinking and visualizes that she already has the part. When Jane auditions, she's timid and shy she doesn't put a lot of energy into her performance since she's convinced she won't get the part. It shows in her audition, and unsurprisingly, the play director passes on her and assigns her a minor background role instead. Jill, on the other hand, walks in with confidence, and while her performance may not be flawless, the director sees an attitude and talent that he can work with. Jill gets the part. That's positive thinking in action. It's all about creating a positive attitude, promoting self-esteem, and believing enough in yourself to push further and try harder. Positive thinking isn't going to heal your broken leg, fix the leak in your bathroom, or make an extra $500 per month fall into your lap. But what it will do is it helps you get through recovery and physical therapy with a better attitude. It makes you call the plumber or get out the tools to fix the bathroom leak. And it encourages you to ask your boss for a raise or a promotion and actually get one. That's the power of positive thinking and getting those negative thoughts out of your head. So if you found this episode enlightening and feel like it gave you actionable steps to use, you might be interested in my brand new self-guided course, The Power of Positivity. The link for this course is in the show notes below, and you'll learn easy, actionable steps on how to be more positive and optimistic, how to deal with negativity in your own life, as well as negativity in those around you and how you will learn to change and you will learn to change how negative change negativity into positivity easily if you have any questions about this topic or the course please feel free to dm me on facebook or instagram at thankful hearts coaching thank you for joining me today and i will chat with you again next week